Welcome, ghoulish mortals, and gather round for tales of terror with your ghost hosts, Jen Toombs and Lisa Macabre, while they explore cryptids, hauntings, and occasionally murder. So, hold on to your butts. Your ghost butts. Welcome to Ghost Butts. I'm Jen Toombs. This is Lisa Macabre. And today, what are we doing? We're talking about the different types of hauntings today. Oh, yes. Lisa did a ton of research, and I'm very excited to do this. Which is a little funny because we wanted to do this topic last week and just kind of get two out of the way, but um, I couldn't research at nighttime because I got too scared. I, I literally got a text that was like, um, I'm too scared to keep going, so I have to wait until tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, when, when you're in the middle of, like, demonic possession and stuff, you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Someone else like? <laughs> at least you have dogs. I do. You know? But Lydia has been barking at walls lately. No, man. And um, empty rooms. Don't know what that's about. You- Granted, we do have, like, a lot of, like, antiques around here. But still, I refuse to believe any antiques that I brought into this house are haunted. I refuse to believe that that is true because <laughs> Lisa collects terrifying dolls. My dolls. Ma'am. Um, there's, uh, they, we're surrounded by three in this room and all of them look like they're looking at us. Um, I did it on purpose so they look at Jen. <laughs> not me. Because these are my that. children. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm not crazy. Something, you know what? Even Kenny... The other day, I was I said something about like, oh, I wonder if this place is haunted. And he was like, it's if it is, it's probably attached to something we brought home. And I was like, <laughs> y'all already know, <laughs> you know. And just a clarify, clarification, <laughs> just to clarify, you got a little southern fine. <laughs> I guess something. I don't know what that was. Uh, my dolls are not like, they're like antique '60s, you know, kind of dolls. I like the spookier ones, or uh, early 1920s. That kind of thing. The most scary. And I've literally seen you be like, that one doesn't look scary enough. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I like the ones that like move a little bit, but like, I mean, like they're meant to move, you know, like. Dude, I saw this one the other day and I thought of you and it was like, they used to crawl. Oh, they had for like 800 bucks. I'm like, bruh. That thing is like nightmare fuel. I want it so bad. No, ma'am. Yeah. It's like a Victorian doll that crawls. And it has like wheels on it. She looks like those, you know, those like uh, little cars you used I to get in a dream. McDonald's meal. Because yeah, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With her little arms and her scary ass little face. Yeah, terrifying. Love it. Terrifying. Love it. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of dolls. All right. So we're going to get into the hauntings. Yay. So there's four different type of hauntings I'm going to talk about today. Residual, poltergeists, intellectual hauntings, and then demonic hauntings. Um... We're going to go through each one of them, a little brief explanation. I might put a couple, like, examples um, here and there. So that's the overview for today. Okay, so a residual haunting can be described as an imprint of energy from another time, usually, usually, or on a place, but sometimes associated with an object. Wait, residuals are... So residuals are with objects? Sometimes, yeah. Um... I mean, like, the easiest one I could think of is, like, supernatural, even though it's not real. <laughs> um, but, but it's real in our hearts. I know. <laughs> oh, Dean. No. But, yeah, so it can be an object, too. Uh, if someone's very 
um, close to something or hold something very dear to them, they might like stay with it. Like a baby doll? <laughs> no. <laughs> Her face looked really mad, just, no. just to clarify. <laughs> like um, something. <laughs> a pocket knife? I don't know. There you go. Not baby dolls. Anyways, okay. so, <laughs> so pretty much a residential haunting can take a couple different forms. Full or partial apparitions, um, mists, um, stuff like that. It's kind of funny because, like, partial apparitions, all I can think of is, like, a head kind of, like, bobbing up right. and down. Oh, so residual hauntings. Kind of interesting because they'll follow the same path that they went to in life. So if your house was built again, it'll follow the same path from before. So there was like this one I was reading up on where the house was like five feet lower than what it used to be. (gasps) And yeah. And they built it on top to make a foundation. Uh And so all they would see was like some guy's um, shoulders and head kind of just walking along. (laughs) Terrifying. Could you imagine sitting there and all of a sudden the head just pops out from under your legs you're like whoa hi bob what you doing down there (laughs) excuse me sir that's all i could think of (laughs) because you're nasty (laughs) whoa (laughs) what are you doing so um so pretty much and um it could be an energy from an event a loop or a pattern they're not aware of you they're not intelligent it's pretty much trapped energy um, it doesn't always have to be a huge event that it's a- attached to. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be a repetitive event, like I was saying earlier with the guy walking along the walls or um, on the floor type thing. That's why a lot of staircases are actually, um, like you see a lot of apparitions on there going up and down staircases or footsteps. Mm-hmm. Because that's a repetitive action, you know? How many times do you walk up your staircase a day, even? Yeah. At least like twice morning and night and that's even just that i'm surprised that more bathrooms are not haunted <laughs> that would be horrible we <laughs> talked about this last time bathrooms are a no-go i mean our show is called ghost butts lisa uh, we're gonna talk about we're gonna true, talk about butt things. true true but <laughs> that is a definite that is our sanctuary <laughs> our safe place we do not want ghosts it's in the for texting and tiktoking uh could you imagine you're just on the toilet and then all of a sudden someone's just like or like brushes your hair. Do you need toilet paper? <laughs> oh my God! Can it be a helpful one? But that would be an intellectual haunting. That would not oh, be a <laughs> not a residual. Not a residual. You know what? A residual. Is so like, so like it's in like ghost shows when like they repeat the same thing. Yeah. So a residual haunting is usually like, so there's something called. Let me look for it really fast. Where is it? Sorry, guys. Dude, you know what? Um, I am. I lived in Baltimore for a really long time, mm-hmm. and Gettysburg is out there, and they do ghost tours because it's like super haunted. But uh, yeah. residual hauntings, like the battlefields, exactly. you'll see the soldiers and stuff. I, you you totally took the words out of me. Oh, so. sorry. No, that's a good thing. <laughs> so um, there's something called a stone tape theory, and it suggests that materials that were used to build a structure could store the energy and replay it. So it's pretty much like. Like a tape recorder or like a movie. It just goes over and over again. Yeah. You don't have to be afraid of it. There's no intelligent life behind, or not life, but intelligence behind a residual hunting. Um, probably the least threatening of all of them because th- they're not aware. It's not a human. Yeah. It's literally energy 
that keeps on replaying. It's like a photograph. Exactly. Or yeah. like film. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's the best that's the best way you described it. It's yeah. Film. Exactly. So film would be perfect. Um which kind of like leads to question two. We were talking about dimensions last week. Could you <laughs> imagine? Maybe it's not even, you know, a ghost. What if it's a different dimension? Dude, some sort of through? like overlap. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. That makes sense. I also read somewhere, or I don't know if I heard it somewhere, that sometimes um, people can even see people they know. In, that are alive oh i've heard of that yeah isn't that weird doing the same repetitive action it didn't i think we talked about this before mm. where like uh different like time like time yeah. will overlap itself yeah that's crazy like maybe like portals you know how like in um washington everything's like real weird yeah is it portland oregon i think it's oregon they're the same damn thing I, it's oregon i think it's hippies and coffee like <laughs> coffee coffee Okay, so um, so it's pretty much uh, they're not aware of you. Um, limestone, iron, water, uh, that tends to have a lot of um residual hauntings around those type. Um, it's pretty much just trapped energy. Um, they can be seen, heard, sm- uh, smelled even or felt. Um, smells that would surround it are not typically like demonic smells. They're not necessarily bad. Maybe cigarette smoke, perfume. Something um, they did in that space, or yeah, something like that. Um. So, oh yeah, because people smell like the gunpowder. Oh Gettysburg. yeah, in Gettysburg, that's crazy. Yeah, and I can see that for sure. That was such a traumatic, oh my you know, time that that could be a definite imprint. Um. We had talked about it earlier too. The um, I heard of a um, I think I saw a documentary once, and it was the residual haunting of a woman in england like jumping from like a oh, like suicide yeah just jumping from like a balcony or something oh. and that was her thing like every time or every night that would happen and they'd see like a woman in a long white dress jump that's sad yeah right like but it's not a person yeah but but we don't know that like yeah. it, you know yeah true what if they just can't hear you what if they're just stuck in that what if they're just doing that's terrifying like, though repeat it i don't like that that is terrifying. I mean, you never know. No. <laughs> I I hope to believe that it is just energy. That yeah. There's no. I like that being best. behind it. <laughs> um, so. Um, such hauntings can be dormant for a long time, and then it can be triggered by a variety of things, such as like a family moving into a house, um, or maybe even people um redecorating or re, what's it called. Remodeling. Remodeling their yeah. house. Uh, <clears throat> maybe even a weather pattern. Like a stormy night, rain, stuff like that. That could um, Bar- kind of... Barometric mm-hmm. pressure. <coughs> Water embedded in the location um, can hold a recording of a haunting and um, that is taking place. That's um, funny. I remember reading about this study where they took... I don't remember the guy's name, but they took like cups of water and then they would you know yell and say terrible things to the one cup and then Mm -hmm. the other one would get like talked to lovingly and Mm -hmm. then they looked at it like underneath the microscope and it changes like the molecular structure Mm -hmm. of the water do you know what i'm talking about yeah exactly so uh, so uh it's funny that you say that because there was a scientist in the 80s named venavista who came up with a test to determine determine allergies 
And uh, during the test, the solution was diluted with water. Um, so much that the level, it was at a level of homeopathic medicine. So homeopathic medicine is pretty much the belief that the body can cure itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the test was diluted so much. Uh, I think he was trying to disprove um, homeopathic medicine, uh-huh. but the solution still worked even though he um, he diluted it so much. This is really controversial because a lot of people say that it's, it's wrong, but there was also a lot of scientists that proved it was right. So with this, he came to the conclusion that water holds memory. Another scientist, I think also in the 80s, he did the same, that test that you were talking about with the water. Yeah. He yelled at some water and it was like rigid and like, you know, like mad, like, I don't want to say mad, but you know, like, like the clockwork orange of water test. Exactly. (laughs) And then he was like, spoke, played music for another water and it was like tranquil and calm and all that. So that kind of also further leads to the conclusion that water holds memory. So with thinking of that or with keeping that in mind, it's kind of, it's, it's the next, the next, you know, well, I mean, we're 78% water. So like our physical bodies, I'm sure impacted by those types of things. And that would transfer if, if you're saying that water can hold on the me- to the memory and yeah. create like a residual haunting, mm-hmm. then that would make sense. I mean, it's like charging our entire bodies that yeah. that would impact the environment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So with, with keeping that in mind, it kind of leads to the conclusion that energy can be stored in water mm-hmm. and um, residual, I'm sorry, um, kinetic energy can be released into the water. So... The electromagnetic charge by, you know, even stirring water um, can implant a memory. Yeah. That's kind of what, what they led to the conclusion. Like I said, it has been, it's a very controversial subject. A lot of people don't believe it. And I think um, Benavista actually, he was extremely popular and like um, well-respected scientist. But after this, a lot of people didn't, didn't take him seriously. Oh wow! But he kept on going because he's like, no, I'm I'm onto something here, so that's interesting. <clears throat> so, residual energy tends to fade if the energy is retained by the surroundings, um, just like water. Water can evaporate. So if water evaporates, then the energy would evaporate too, right? Right. So we we're talking about how there's water in everything in our bodies, even wood, in brick. I I was so I got a lot of this from. An article by Zach Baggins. <laughs> I'm going to wait for you guys to stop laughing. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I mean, it was, I would, it yeah. was not by him. I, I thought. I'm sure it was by his people. Oh, it says article by Zach Baggins. I'm not buying it. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> he was saying that, like, um, brick has 15% water in it. So, and limestone has water in it, too. You know, so it would kind of make sense that these buildings have water in them and that's what's holding on to that energy yeah. from residual hauntings. Um, oftentimes, uh, mysteri- mysterious sounds or images that are recorded relate to traumatic events. Um, like we said earlier, they could be caused by some sort of disturbance um, or even an impression that went on there. Uh, like you said earlier, this is why a lot of bad, battlefields, crime scenes, 
or areas related to violence are very popular for hauntings, for residual hauntings. Yeah. <clears throat> so, could be caused by trauma or violence, but like we said earlier, it might just be something that has repeated over and over again and, and keeps going. Yeah. So, these frequent and repetitive releases of energy um, seem to be leaving a lasting impression. It's kind of sad. It's very sad. It's very sad if it's a if it's a thing, you know? Yeah. But if it's energy, which I believe in, I think is not that bad just because it's just energy, you know? Like Yeah, that makes sense. It's there's, just like there's a, no like sentience to it. Isn't it like if you leave your your computer on for too long in one specific image, it'll leave that imprint on the screen or on your TV? Oh yeah. That's how I see it. That's yeah. how I see it. Um, or like film. I think film is like the best way. It's like, that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. So no one knows how it works, but there's so many theories. It's, it's kind of hard to, um, to go. Okay. So, um, the next one we're going to be talking about is poltergeists. A poltergeist, um, it's made from two German words. Poltern means crash and geist means spirit or ghost. Um, Poltergeist is a ghost or other supernatural being supposedly responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises and objects being thrown around. <clears throat> it usually manifests and typically lasts a couple days, a couple weeks, up to a couple months. It's not too long. Um, some cases have lasted for years, but... I think it's usually months. That's got to be exhausting. Oh, I know. The constant <laughs> onslaught, right? Right. Oh, I don't have too many um too many experiences with poltergeist, thank God. I don't think I not ever about it. have. Yeah. Not about it. For some reason like the fact that something just might move in front of you just I'm not No, nah, bro. I'm like I'm like nope is it was the wind. It was like the door was I moving in a wind. Oh, I touched that. Right. What are you talking about? That was the dog. <clears throat> uh, yeah, right. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of paranormals believe that poltergeists are actually emotions of troubled individuals, um, built up during times of stress. Um, the theory, spontaneous recurring psychokinesis, suggests that this buildup of stress, um, is an unconscious projection towards, or in the form of mental energy. Um, there's little support to or little evidence to support this notion but a lot of people believe that for some reason and i didn't know this i didn't know that a lot of people thought that it was adolescent girls a lot of times poltergeist activity happens it's with an adolescent child girl in the household which is really weird to me like i never realized that i don't know though because if you think about it like a lot of people especially when they're young are really open to like the other side yeah you know yeah so maybe that maybe there's like that clarity provides some sort of ability to like channel that that yeah. power yeah definitely um so a lot of people think it's the peop- uh, person doing it it commonly occurs with preteen or teenage girls um they poltergeist event seems to be uh powerful energy often destructive and uh, channeled through a living person. So no matter what. So some people think it's a child. That's all her emotions and all her energy. That's um, building up around her. 
um, in times of stress or like something traumatic happening, just getting pushed out and things happening around her without her knowledge. So it's it's like fire starter, like carry, yeah, carry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or other people think it what it's like a being or a ghost using that energy that this this child has and using it to cause chaos around her. Or some people just think it's ghosts. What do you think about having a it being an actual child's energy? I think that is not as fun as it being a ghost. <laughs> uh, but I think that that I think that that makes. I mean, I think it. I think it makes sense. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I definitely feel like what I think um, is probably. I I like the thought of a child having that type of power because I mean we only use what like 10% of our brain the other yeah. 90% could be like this just energy waiting to be expelled that's that's so we're all superheroes didn't you all, when you were younger didn't you like lie in your bed and be like I can move that no I did. I was like, (laughs) I would like look at something and be like, move. Uh, Oh, I think, yeah, for sure. I think that we all do that. Yeah. Could you imagine if it was like, and you're like, yes. I would have gotten so much more trouble. Oh, yeah. Matilda. Think about Matilda. That is like a perfect example of what this is about. She's going through so much turmoil and like negative energy around her house. And she's using all of that energy to like make things happen. So that's kind of a poltergeist activity. And that's what a lot of people believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. You don't like Matilda? No. Oh my God, I love that movie. No, I can't do it. <sighs> it made me too sad. I felt too sad for yeah, her. Yeah, that's true. But she had a happy ending. I, I don't care. Everybody's mean to her. And it's not realistic. The teacher couldn't take her. Yeah. It's like not... I mean, it's also not realistic that Mrs. Trunchbull could like catapult or what's it called? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The spinning yeah. thing? Uh-huh. Children <laughs> by their pigtails. Or stuff uh, chocolate cake. I still don't like it. It's just like very dark. I think it was like I was too sensitive as a small person where You're I was like, like <laughs> I don't don't do that to the kids. Know. You know. Drama. Please. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably well, that's a lot of it. But I, I enjoy the fact that this person going through such a horrible time in her life could could have that kind of energy. But like channeling. I, mm-hmm, but I do believe that it might be like a a spirit using that energy. I think that, I think, yeah, I think that it could be either. My only issue with either is that how do you know the difference? And, like, that's what would scare me is they'd be like, you know, like in Poltergeist the movie, like, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Carol Ann, uh-huh. you know, like, Kane is, like, trying to reach Carol Ann and, like, use her and, like, feed off of her energy. Um, and that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Especially feeding off of someone's energy. Yeah, that's definitely the part that's most terrifying is someone being able to feed on your energy. Could you imagine, like, I think, don't they have a lot of, like, instances where poltergeists happen? That their um, their energies actually, like, feels depleted. They feel tired. They feel all these oh, things. Oh, yeah, like, it's like a like a succubus of energy. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I just like I think that bottom line what scares me with all ghosts is that you don't know if it's a demon and mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck with demons nope <laughs> so it's funny because when strangers are present um, it's nothing happens it only happens it's an onslaught on their person type thing or on their their brain almost you know 
It's like a gaslighting ghost. I know. Exactly. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah, um, poltergeists are usually attributed to, like, creaking uh, boards in the old house. Like, little things that that might not, or might just be normal type thing. I wonder, do you know if residual hauntings impact the environment around them? So, like, like poltergeist... Oh, okay. So, they're just, they just exist on their own plane. Yeah. There's no... There's no cold spots. That's more like an intellectual hunting. Mm. That's when there's cold spots and like um, smells and stuff like that too. I didn't see anything about um, residual hauntings affecting like because they're not aware of us, so there there wouldn't be any type right. of yeah. Okay, so um, signs disappearing objects. I hate that. I hate putting something somewhere and then it just be gone. Dude, the fucking. Witches of TikTok mm-hmm. have me terrified of the fucking fey people. <laughs> and that's what I it's think of it. I'm like, ah! And anytime there's like stuff like on my, in my backyard, <laughs> on the grass, and I'm like, is this an offering? No, thank you. What do I say? I don't want it. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not indebted to you. Like, I know you fuck with me. Can't do it. Don't, yeah, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not about it either. No. Not, I, I've seen a lot of fey TikTok too, and that's just, that creeps me out, man. Yeah, it's terrifying. I feel like that's a common denominator in our in our episodes is how terrifying fate are. <laughs> right. That and TikTok. Like, we don't like it. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Um, so objects levitating or being thrown. Obviously, this is like a normal one. Like you're sitting there and like something falls off the wall or yeah. something um, flies across the room. That's normal. Scents and odors. Nothing negative like a demonic one. Um, mostly like cigarette smoke, lilacs, perfume, etc electrical interference so yeah yeah think about like your phone glitching or the lights lights flickering stuff like that um power from nowhere i think of this have you ever seen the conjuring no i'm sorry annabelle we watched that together i don't know if it was annabelle or the annabelle annabelle come uh creation or comes home one of them but like they're in the car and the car just turns off but then again that's a demonic obviously come on that also happens in X Files uh, and it's aliens. So <laughs> I know. So who knows? Um. So these kind of things usually. Oh, I'm sorry. Knocks, rapping, footsteps, other noises. Um. Yeah, just noises in general. I think. Uh, physical attacks, but usually with the physical attacks, it's not. It's usually not, like, directed at you. Um, it's very severe cases, but also it's like they throw something and it hits you. So mm. you just collateral damage. But the scratching, I feel like when you watch those like a haunting shows on like TLC around Halloween, there's like always someone that's like, and then I woke up to three scratches, you know, like, oh, girl, that's demonic. <laughs> I don't like Especially it. three. We'll talk about that later. Mm-mm. Um, so poltergeist usually builds up to a crescendo mm-hmm. and then just is gone. Just like that. And it doesn't come back. So it's kind of weird. Um, it, sometimes it's only a couple weeks, like we said earlier, days. Rare instances that could last for a month. Um, so, yeah, that's really weird that it just kind of like, it's there and then it's gone. Yeah. But that kind of leads back to the the preteen that's going through a lot. And she has all this energy and then she just gets spent. In puberty, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But puber- puberty isn't puberty isn't only like two weeks though you know no for sure but i think that like there's like a 
ebb and flow to it, especially when you're that young, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, you should not try to say, I don't know. You shouldn't try to or get rid of poultry grass by yourself. You did not. Yeah. You, it's usually just goes away by itself. So there's no need to, um, it shouldn't be that long. Sure. Like the time it is happening, it's going to be intense, but it'll go away. So, I mean, I don't pass. like that plan. <laughs> eh, we'll go away soon, <laughs> which cannot be said for demonic. That's what I'm saying. That's what bothers me about all of them is that like, it's like, well, this is this, but it could also be this. But I think there's still, it is, it can be a lot of things, but there's a clear, distinct difference between the demonic and poltergeists, which, like I said, we'll discuss in a little bit after this next one, which is intelligent hauntings. Mm. So intelligent hauntings um, is when a ghost or a spirit is aware it's a human entity. It's only human. It used to be human at one point. Um, so sometimes spirits aren't aware that they've passed, which is really fucking sad to me. Uh, other times they do know but they're they really want to bring a message to someone yeah. you know I, I read this one article that I don't know if I read it or what um where I saw it but they kept on seeing this woman walk up to a wall and look at it and then look at them and then walk away and she kept on doing that over and over and over again and sometimes it'd be a little different or walk through the wall and they finally were like okay well let's see what's going on they opened the wall and there was like a, a child's bones in there. Yeah, fucked Aww. up, right? So messed up. Especially kids. I know. I hate it. But they were like trying to, you know, tell them like, hey. Hey, break this fucking wall down. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped seeing her. So they needed, she needed to give that message before she could move on. So it's like the ghost with the purpose. Like yeah, the, exactly. Know. So you got to be, be careful with in, in intellectual hauntings because they are aware of you. They may try to interact with you. Um, they might try to touch you. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we talked about a few in the last episode where, like, I was sleeping and something touched my face. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes they're even pretty neutral. They don't really care that you're there. They're just doing their own thing. Bye. I just think it's rude. Like, the petty part of me is, like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, you're not paying any rent. <laughs> Did you see that TikTok? Did I send it to you? No. Oh, my gosh. It was funny. It was this girl that was like, hey, guys, I see ghosts, and this is what happens. A reenactment for someone that I can see ghosts. And she's on the couch. She hears something. And then she, like, looks over, and there's, like, this guy, like, in the far corner, just in the shadows. And she's like, hi. <laughs> and so he goes up closer. Oh, no, she, he didn't say anything. He just kind of like walks away and he's like, that was kind of rude for someone that doesn't pay rent. (laughs) And then it comes up. She's like, well, I said it. (laughs) I just don't. I also don't understand people that can do that. Like I would just be like, what? Well, the problem is with a lot of intellectual hauntings, sometimes they just won't go away. It'll just stay. I I thought you could like be like, okay, you're not welcome here. You got to go. But I guess sometimes it doesn't work. A lot of times it doesn't work, so you kind of just have to live with it. Yeah, you're, like, dealing with an invisible person. That sounds terrible. I know. So, um, so sometimes, um, it can feel a little threatening. You can be pushed, you can be pinched, you can be hit. But you got to think about it this way, too. They're trying to get a hold of you, and they're trying to use whatever energy they can. So it might not be intentional. They might be trying to touch you, 
And then what do you do when you can't touch someone? You go, hey, and you try to like, you try to get their attention. So it might be just too much energy going at you. And that's why you're getting pushed or hit or whatever. But there can also be bad ones, right? Definitely. So just like anything, just like any human, there's also bad humans. You know, they might enjoy the fact that they're hurting you. Enjoy the fact that they're scaring you. Oh, it makes me wonder, like, I feel like you never hear about, like, oh, I'm being haunted by, like, Ted Bundy or... And you know what I mean? Like, serial killers, though, I feel like you don't hear stories about, like, oh, yeah, his ghost is here or whatever. You know Yeah, that is weird, huh? Yeah. And they're such horrible people. Hopefully they're just gone. I know. Bye. Right. You're not allowed to come back. Mm -mm. Okay. um, So, but you don't want to always assume it's negative. Uh, They simply might be trying to get your attention. Um... You can do full body uh, or partial apparitions. Uh, they're just trying to get your attention sometimes. Or sometimes they're not. Sometimes they don't care, like we said. Um, most spirits will manifest in physical ways to try to uh, interact with you, such as slamming doors, windows that open and close, cold chills, like we said earlier, or a strong presence. Smells. So, um, I, I, like, I love the Queen Mary. I go there very often. And there's a corridor that you can smell cigarettes or cigar smoke in. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like same thing. Um, those kind of smells. Nothing like demonic. No foul odors. No rotting. No sulfur. Uh, nothing like that. So Natasha Haunting is self-aware. Um, these are the ones that when you try to talk to somebody, they're trying to answer. Uh, like the TV shows that have the EVP and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And they're the ones that talk to you they're so dumb yeah i i don't understand it like i feel like some of it's just like your words repeating back to you exactly or i feel like when they use the apps and you're like bro somebody made that if it did nothing you'd delete it like you know what i mean like it's gonna it's gonna have to do something Mm -hmm. but then you think about like ouija boards and like other forms of communication with spirits and i mean you get things through there I don't know. May not always be intellectual. It might be more demonic, but you yeah, know, still get them. I, I don't want to deal it's with Captain Hattie. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um. So. Yeah. So pretty much that's that's intellectual hauntings are, are just that. I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. So they, some um, paranormal researchers think that um, intelligent haunts are a proof of survival hypothesis, meaning that the consciousness continues to exist in some form after death. Uh, I, I love that idea. You know, it's sad, but... I mean, isn't that what paranormal belief in general is about? It's like yeah. the fear of death and, like, nothingness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Just to make it very dark. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but that's Thanks a lot, is. Jen. Sorry. <laughs> um, so th- these kind of spirits want to stay on Earth because they have an emotional attachment, anger, love. You might say because they die tragically or they might not know they're dead. Um, the anger and love kind of makes me think of Ghost, that movie, Aww. with the guy on the, the train. <laughs> Girl, you're in danger. <laughs> He's so angry and that that totally reminds me of that because like all that like energy and oh, it's Dude, that, crap out of me. That scene used to scare the shit out of me when yes, I was little. He always looks so mad and then he gets like, oh, hey. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, make up your mind. <laughs> 
That that whole movie was scary though. Mm-hmm. Had a really good like premise, but then it just like turned like. And when the guy, the oh other when the guy dies at the end with the window pane, I was Ugh. like, ah, yes, that's so <laughs> so creepy. And so, um, the next one we're gonna talk about is demonic. And of course, Lisa's bum, doing bum, bum. this one as soon as Last. it starts to get dark. I know, and then we don't have a, a window. What's it called? A blinds. A blinds on my window, and so we're just gonna be looking into nothing. Good luck. I'm just gonna close my eyes. We should probably turn the light. <laughs> Okay, so, demonic entities. Um, I personally believe that I've I've encountered these type of entities before, and that scares the crap out of me. If you heard a whimpering, that was my dog trying to get into the, the door. Again, Not once the again. Demon. I know, these girls are so clingy. They're just like, what are you doing you're without just, me? You're their best friend. I know, they love me. Okay, so demonic entities might begin to act nice, but they want to hurt you. Wait, like they they like try to trick you. They're yeah. like, I'm uh-huh. I'm something good. So we were talking earlier about um about Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Heavy sigh. So a demonic energy might pretend to be someone you love, someone who passed away recently, someone you care about, a child. But they like to trick you. They want to trick you in order to get in, you know? Build be, up the trust. Exactly. So they might begin to act nice, but they want to hurt you. They want to oppress the household. Um, some examples. Foul smell. Oppressive aura. Strange mood swings. Blackout periods. Bruises. Scratches. And then dead flies on the window seal. That creeps me out. I don't like dead anything. Um... They can start off like an intelligent haunting, but once they gain your trust, it gets it just gets worse. It's out of control. It gets mm-hmm. things tend to happen in three to mock the Holy Trinity: three knocks on the door, three scratches, scratches on walls, which is weird. Um, lights flickering three times, stuff like that. So, I was saying earlier that I feel like I've had a lot of um encounters with this because, uh, we used to live in this house in West Covina. California and um there used to be a lot of things actually a couple of my old houses it stopped everything stopped now but um ice gets scratched all the time um like bleeding scratches I would get like a bunch of bruises um were you the only one like in your house something cut my hair once oh yeah in the middle of the night I, I had like a big chunk of hair missing it was weird um and what'd your mom say she thought it was stephanie my sister and my sister's like no i didn't do that like i keep on telling you guys no but whatever and so like all these things and then like at one point um when it got to a very huge like crescendo um i would smell like rotting rotting eggs sulfur rotting meat in the middle of the night i'm vegan i'd wake up and (laughs) you'd smell rotting meat no and i was like what like and I was scared. I didn't want to go looking for nothing, but I did. I'd have a little my cross. Room. That'd be me. I'd have like a little cross. My sister used to have a Bible that she'd sleep with, but her Bible used to fly off the bed sometimes. Fuck no, you're not. They're not allowed to touch that uh-huh. shit. And me being the believing skeptic I am, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, are you sure it didn't just fall off? You know, like, but still, she swears up and down that it would just fly off the bed. 
which scares me because it was the same time that I would smell these smells. Like it was, it was really bad. And like I said, it was in the middle of the night, like, and it would go away during the day, but like, ugh, it was horrible. Um, one time. Okay. So another thing, um, shadow people no. are believed to be demonic sometimes. There is too scary. Yeah. But not just shadow people, shadow animals. So, like, at one point, I'm a, I'm, I'll tell a little story. I was in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, my little sister, Sabrina, was, like, two in her high chair. My sister is uh, three years younger than me. We're eating dinner. My mom my dad are in their room. And um, we used to have a long hallway. And the hallway led a door from the hallway to the kitchen to the backyard. Mm-hmm. And we hear huge footsteps like running footsteps running through the the hallway i hate that sound Uh uh-huh and then crash into the door and we look over right as it's about to crash and there's like a knee high animal black animal that ran from the the hallway to the back door the back door is closed there's no way it could have disappeared so i get up and i look down first of all my dog's staring straight at the door like what the fuck yeah everybody's looking at the door I get up, look at the door, nothing's there at all. But I feel like that might have been it too. Because large black animals, you know? Yeah, aren't like large black dogs a thing? Yeah. My sister has another story very similar uh, years later. So that was weird to me. So, um. Oh, hold on. So. Demonic, uh, to flies. So reasons that this might happen um ouija board obviously you're inviting someone in um summoning a demon negative energy stress anger sleep deprivation um other people's negative energies can catch attention of a demon and perhaps allow it to easily route into your life but i feel like a demonic presence in your household in general can influence your emotions too for sure mood swings like, obviously, okay, and I, w- I want to do, like, a little um, point here, too. I think demonic hauntings are very easily confused with mental health issues mm-hmm. a lot of times. And I think we have to be very careful with naming something a demonic presence when it could literally be your mental health. Yeah. And I did want to say that before anything. Um, but, you know, like... I would have these huge mood swings and like just be angry and just want to yell and just want to and hit and kick and like stuff like that. It would be so bad. And um, it's like poison. Yeah. At the time I used to play with tarot cards. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. That's I guess that's another one. Dealing with the cult or practicing black magic. I mean, I think dealing with the cult in general is going to open something, some kind of doorway because you're not doing it properly. You're not doing it safely. So by doing tarot cards in not the safest environment already, it's just bringing other things around you. Well, and even, you know, giving power to it yeah. to believe. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, that's, we were talking about this before, my dad's big thing, like, if you don't believe in it, it'll go away. Which I actually believe in a lot too, yeah. because you're giving power to this thing, you know? That's why I tell that, that stuff, I'm just like, fuck off. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm busy. So some people believe Ouija boards um, invite negative entities into our world and open doorways. Um, 
That's why a lot of people weren't against them. I've never used a Ouija board Mm -hmm. just for that reason. I'm not about to... I've already had my experiences before. I don't want anything anything more. Um, My mom... Like, the Lord's Prayer. My mom was Mm -hmm. always like, if you're ever in a room and it's scary and you think there's a ghost, she was like, you just say the Lord's Prayer. So we grew up like that. And Uh there was one time... um, William and I, I was like, I had finally watched The Exorcist. And I was like trying to get William to watch it. And his mom was like, you're not allowed to bring that movie into my house. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not kidding. You can't play it in my home. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> I honestly don't even like, like, my little, like, with everything I've, I've dealt with in the past. And, um, okay, just so you guys know, too, all this stopped, like, probably like, 10 years ago and it's funny because um this person I was with he we were in the kitchen one day and then um something whispered to him like get out like that and then something ran their fingers through my hair at the same time and then he would say that he would we would stand outside and he'd see like this long or this huge dark figure walk in and out of the doorway like through the front door and so he uh, I think it went with him bye. I hope so what a good deal for a break I know I'm like bye buddy <laughs> you get the ghost you get the demon right <laughs> I just didn't want to say the word <laughs> <laughs> yeah I honestly think it went with him because I had never experienced anything after that it's been a good 10 years since nothing nothing really like little things here and there that, but I feel like could be explained right you know like oh maybe I put that in the weird way yeah or maybe you know so I thought, and but okay, how about this? Nothing to that degree, nothing with that intensity and feeling yeah. has ever happened. It's always everything else has been like really light and like oh, you silly ghost, right? Nothing like gross like that. So that was interesting. So signs are um, guttural growling, like that thing saying no. "get out." I don't like it. I don't like that either. Um, Banging, stomping, disembodied voices, animals, like we were talking about earlier, large black animals. Um, and then you might get restless or antsy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Your animals might get restless or antsy. Like, oh, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> your animals might start barking at nothing or feeling agitated. That could be something, too. Yeah. But I think that's with both intellectual or anything, because I feel like animals can definitely feel presences. Um... So, you could be have uh, demonic nightmares, uh, damaged religious symbols, like crosses flying off the walls. Um, it would take too long at my house. I know. Um, one of the most common signs of a demonic infestation, like we said earlier, terrible putrid smell, scent of decomposition, rotting egg, sulfur, scent of death, rotting food. Ugh. Um, different than, you know, ghosts. Like, Ghost wears perfume, cigars, non-offensive. Uh, in contrast, the demonic smells were repugnant and will remind you of rotting things like garbage and spoiled food, um, feces even. Could you imagine? Just smelling shit. Don't like that. You might be have bad luck. And this isn't just the run of the mill bad luck, like you lose your job and then that sucks. There's like a lot of bad luck in succession. Yeah. You lose your job. You... Your car breaks down. All these things because this demon is trying to break you down. They're trying to lower your your will 
power, you know? They're trying to make you feel like there's nothing there for you and that nothing good will happen. I've heard that it's not just... Um, these things will... will if, if you talk about God, it'll, it'll go away. But not just like... It's any type of religion. Any type of beliefs. So that was interesting. Like, you could read from the Quran or the Bible or whatever and the entities will will recede back so that was kind of interesting that's what I read hmm yeah I mean good is good at yeah the end of the day. maybe that's what it is you know? maybe it's just your beliefs and organized religion is like whatever but if you have faith in something exactly. a higher power of some sort I think that's what it is I think it's just like you you I think that person's belief that that they're not alone and that they can overcome something might might be the the key to that and like light and darkness you know uh-huh so a person might feel like they're being watched feelings of unease or even outright nausea other illnesses i've read a lot of things that people just get ill they get yeah. sick which like i said could be a lot of things we can't just jump to the conclusion that it's a demonic entity could be i mean there's medical for a reason right Right. You gotta well, go get like, checked. Like the werewolf trials in France. Oh my gosh. From yeah. the rye bread. <laughs> That's crazy. And they thought that it could be schizophrenia, like, you know, in mm-hmm. those times. That's awesome. Definitely need to do that one. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Ooh, I like that. Um, So it's really hard to get rid of demonic presences. Can't do it alone. You gotta, you gotta get help. Professional help. Because if you try to do it alone and you do it the wrong way, it will get worse. So. Or you can have a crappy person that you know just kind of like here you go <laughs> i have a present for you here you go have fun i feel like that karma will get you if you mm-hmm. do that don't do that yeah <laughs> hey, i didn't do it on purpose she's looking at you i know i, know. I hate uh, lisa specifically if you follow our our instagram which is ghost <laughs> podcast she just posted this little doll that i fucking hate because its eyes look like it's like they're real I just, I also can't do pitter patter noises. Like the sound mm. of tiny running feet is uh, like the worst sound yeah. on the planet. But you have like four dogs. I, but no, that's different. I had a short mom. So like you heard the, thum, 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 thum. you were like, Fuck. when she's running into your door, what, like, do? what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you PTSD with running footsteps. Could oh, never no. watch Leprechaun. Like I was like, screw it. <laughs> Sorry, oh. mom. So that's pretty much all I have. Um, yeah, those are the four different types of hauntings. I hope that was interesting, and I really hope I explained everything right. A little nervous. This is our second episode, so it did kind of give me a little nervousness. This is the first one I've actually had to do some kind of research on, on things that I wanted to be as in-depth as possible. And I think reading like certain types of things that I didn't know kind of gave it even more of a oh crap I really need to get this right I think you did a great job I think later on when we start doing like haunted places or like ghost stories it'll be a little easier for me just because like those ones like it's facts you know these ones are oh or might be this or it might be this yeah or you know like I don't want people to think like well that's not really that's still cool though I mean it gives you you provided like a really extensive base knowledge of like these are kind of how these are categorized yeah you can kind of understand where you're at yeah what people especially it's nice to hear different things that paranormal investigators think of too like like I said I didn't know anything about the adolescent children uh, or adolescent girls having supposedly having you know 
Yeah, thanks, Zach. Powers. <laughs> I know. Zach Baggins really came through, actually. I, I can't with the glasses. <laughs> They're not real. It drives me crazy. His glasses? Yeah. Oh, I'm man. Like, I'm pretty sure. Either way, I'm blind. Okay? I, I take that as a as offensive. I can't see. Mm-hmm. No way. <laughs> so oh. that's all I have. Did you want to yeah, no. add anything? That's great. Um, I think next time... I don't know. I might change it up. I think I might do the werewolf trials now that we've talked oh, about yeah. it. So I think that's what we'll do uh, next week. Cool. 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 All right. Well, ma'am, thank you for everybody out there. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. Um, you can, we would love to hear your ghost stories, true ghost stories. Please email us at ghostbuttspodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, if you, want us to if there's anything you want us to cover or like local places mm-hmm. like you know we're in socal but we have cars so <laughs> we will travel for ghosts for ghosts yes uh, preferably no demons uh, maybe we'll just send these no. a- <laughs> i know i'd be like oh, take one for the team <laughs> you're experienced i know no thank you <laughs> all right guys Knock on wood again we'll see you next time please follow us on uh ghost butts podcast at Uh, instagram and um we'll talk to you soon remember ghosts don't give a sheet whether you believe or not resident specter here do you have a tale of terror that will make our skin crawl email us your stories at ghostbuttspodcast at gmail.com to possibly be featured in a future episode And don't forget to follow us at Ghost Butts Podcast on Instagram and Ghost Butts Podcast on TikTok. Pleasant streams.